1: Hi, I'm Hugh Hewitt. Thank you for listening to the Town Hall Review Podcast, where we bring you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Our podcast is brought to you through partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy and ADF, the Alliance Defending Freedom. Here's a piece that I trust you'll enjoy. The Prager U video this week, the course, if you will, what is, the enlightenment? is What is the Enlightenment? It's given by Yoram Hazoni, a major contemporary thinker. And he is the founder and chairman of the Edmund Burke Foundation. His latest book is The Virtue of Nationalism, and his video is on the Enlightenment. It takes a somewhat skeptical view, which is, I think, more valid with uh, each passing decade. Yoram, how are you?
0: Good, Dennis. It's great to hear your voice.
1: Well, that's very kind. That means you don't hear it that often. I was just. just <laughs>
0: we, we, we don't speak so often. And every time it's a pleasure. Every time uh, are you, I come out well, smiling.
1: Yes, that's very sweet. Are you in Israel right now?
0: I am. I'm in Jerusalem.
1: Why do I have a better connection with people on the other side of the world than somebody calling me from from Northern California? I don't. <laughs> it's always a puzzle to me. <laughs> you are so clear. It's eerie. Anyway, it's great to uh, hear you. Happy New Year! But ha- how? It, it's an interesting question. I don't. I know. I think a long time ago I was in Israel uh, during the uh, New Year, the the secular New Year, if you will. Is it a big deal January first or not?
0: It's a big deal in Tel Aviv. It's, it's it's not a big deal in Jerusalem.
1: You know that makes sense. Okay.
0: Well, you, you know in, in in Jerusalem, the new year is uh, is Rosh
1: Hashanah. Yeah, right. Exactly. That's why I said it makes sense. Yeah, I, I was just curious in in that regard. So, okay, so here we are, and you're you're talking about the, the Enlightenment, and let me ask you this: the it is said by people who deny the Judeo-Christian origins of America that. The, the fact is America was founded far more by men of enlightenment than men who took the Bible seriously. What would your answer be?
0: My answer would be that if, if there were no Bible, then there would never have been an America. Because the, 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 the entire idea of uh, striking out in the wilderness in order to set up a... Uh, a new society that's closer to God was was a biblically based idea, and even the idea of national independence—you know, the Fourth of July, the idea of an Independence Day—the um, whole idea of national independence is a biblical idea. And uh, if if you were to take away the uh, the the the, so- the biblical sources in the common law. Uh, which uh, uh, which gave us uh, the rule of law, the system of checks and balances, uh, the, 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 the centrality of private property, all, all of these things. Uh, the, the, the British common law, the English common law, finds uh, its roots in the Bible. Uh, if you took all of that away, you, you would have almost nothing left of the heritage, the great heritage that we consider to be uh, America.
1: Why isn't it sort of dispositive? that the only thing outside of the company that made the liberty bell that is written on the liberty bell by the founders is a verse from the from the hebrew bible from the bible from leviticus of all places why is why doesn't if why doesn't that answer the question was it the enlightenment or the or the bible they would have picked a statement from the, the Enlightenment if they wanted to say, this is where liberty comes from.
0: Well, I, th- I think after World War II, for, for reasons that are not not completely clear to me, after World War II, um, American intellectuals and elites uh, turned in the direction of trying to erase the biblical heritage of the United States uh you see it, you see the beginning in the in the late 1940s with the um the first supreme court decisions uh ruling that religion has to be eliminated from uh f- from the schools and uh you know which of course reaches a peak by the 191960s and th- there is some kind of turn in in american uh elite culture and universities and In the media, um, to in the direction of saying that America is absolutely not a biblical nation, that that religion and scripture and Christianity were not of the essence when America was founded. All right, hold
1: it there, hold it there. This is really, really important. Yoram Hazoni, his latest video is on the Enlightenment at PragerU.com. I'll reach my All right, everybody. A terrific person and a terrific thinker, Yoram Hazoni, founder and chairman of the Edmund Burke Foundation. He's Israeli, born in America. You went to Princeton, right? That's where you met your wife?
0: I went to Princeton, met my wife there, and uh, now we live in Jerusalem with nine children.
1: And by the way, they're terrific. I I I don't think I met all nine. How many did did uh, Alan, and my wife, and Susie Estrin meet when we had the Shabbat dinner with you?
0: I, I think five or six. Most yeah. of them, most of them didn't want to miss that dinner.
1: Most. <laughs> 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 the, the, you know what that you know what that reminds me. It's a great old Jewish joke that. Um, the uh, the Board of Directors of a synagogue sends a note to the rabbi, uh, Rabbi, uh, a vote of uh, six to four, we wish you a speedy recovery.
0: <laughs> well, look, like it, it, you know, it, it's hard to herd human beings and it's harder still to, to herd teenage
1: human being. No, no, no. I know. I, I, I just found it hilarious. They're, cr- they're just terrific. Your kids are terrific. I, I, I'm a big fan of meeting terrific kids. So uh, y- your kids are in that category. Uh, uh, you were talking about how post-World War II, the elites just decided uh, this, the biblical origins and imp- the importance of, of the Bible to America just has to be uh, eradicated. Do you have a theory as to why that happened?
0: Well, I, I, it, it has something to do with the trauma of World War II. It, it's something like um, Americans came out of the trauma of the war. I mean, the war was fought, right? Uh, FDR said that it was fought by God-fearing democracies against the atheistic totalitarian states. So they went into the war, the Americans, thinking that they were fighting for, for God and for freedom, and they, they came out of it not wanting to fight anymore. Which is it, it's strange, but it's like a kind of an exhaustion. That well, that's the, what
1: happened to Europe that, after World War One.
0: So it seems like it's very similar. That pe- people came out of World War Two instead of saying. We 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 know what we're fighting for. They kind of came out of it saying, "It's just not worth fighting. Let's let's just give up on any kind of truth, you know, and 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 uh, values, and just let everybody do whatever they want." And uh, this is uh, from this was born a. Uh, a very serious hostility to the uh religious roots and founding and traditions of america uh which are, you know by, by by this point have been you know almost driven underground
1: you know you said that we, you said we uh, Americans had fought for God and freedom, and you know they just decided to drop the god, but the irony or i don 't well actually it 's not an irony the interesting fact is that while God has been dropped, so has freedom.
0: Well, it, the, the the idea of God means that there's a, there's a right order or a best ordering in the world, that you can be right and wrong, that, that there's somebody watching, you know. And when you drop God, you, you, you drop all, all the structure and the boundaries that, that give you freedom. I mean, this is a very famous um, uh, argument of, of Nietzsche, of all people, who you know, famous atheist, who says that as soon as uh, in the gay science, that the moment that you you get rid of God, what what you've done is to cut the chains that keep keep the Earth orbiting around the Sun. You, you in other words, you you cut any kind of standard, and then saying. You know, that freedom is better than non freedom, that disappears just along with everything else. Today, people don't know, they they, they can't explain why a country should have a border, why they should be nations, why there should be a distinction between men and women. That's exactly what Nietzsche predicted. You get rid of God, and within two generations, people can't tell the difference anymore uh, between this side of the border and the other side of the border, between male and female.
1: I I don't know if you know, Newsweek uh, said that I ridiculed Anne Frank after one of my fireside chats. It's a a truly uh, terrible article, and it's utterly utterly dishonest. But the the point that I'm raising with you is not that, that I differed with her when she wrote uh, that uh, in her heart she believes people are basically good. The notion that people are basically good was that central to the Enlightenment.
0: Yeah, you can say that. I mean, the, the Enlightenment is is based on the idea that uh, that everybody is endowed with the ability to reason, and if they simply reason, if they choose to reason, uh, then they, then all human beings will reach the, the correct. Conclusions on politics and morals, and, and all, all major subjects. So it's this super optimistic belief that you know, kind of that if people are bad, it's because they want to be. But if they if they would just uh, stop and think, then 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 everybody would w- would reach the right conclusions. Everybody would be good. And this obviously conflicts strongly with. With a biblical worldview, where uh neorav, which is Hebrew that means uh the the inclination of uh man's mind is is evil from his youth that you, human beings are always thinking evil thoughts by nature
1: yeah that's well that's what I said there uh, that uh, that belief and God are the most Annoying to the elites uh, the uh, the idea that we're not basically good, but I don't know how we'll make good people if we think we're basically good to begin with. anyway, I find it absurd. Rousseau believed in the noble savage, correct?
0: Uh, yes, but you could also say that Locke did. I mean the, the idea of the state of nature in in enlightenment thought is 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 uh, this place where. You know, where everybody's perfectly free and everybody's perfectly equal. And uh, they've all got reason and all they need to do is use it.
1: Well, my friend, thank you for your video and all your work. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, it is the latest up at PragerU.com on the Enlightenment. From an enlightened man, Yoram Thank Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership program offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you enjoy your podcast, take a moment, tell a friend to subscribe today.